Hi, and welcome back to College Basketball Realm. We are finally back doing a podcast. It's just me, Andrew, once again. But today, we're just going to recap. Um, I know we've been a little late on all these games, but March Madness has been fully in effect. It's been a lot to watch. been just doing a lot of watching the games and stuff. So I'm going to recap basically what went down in the first two rounds. Lots of exciting games, but... Also, it's it's a little it's a little interesting because there's no um, Cinderella team really in there besides number twelve Oregon. But if we look into the games, uh, you know the first couple games each day we had that Louisville Minnesota game. Minnesota looked really good against Louisville. Thought that they might do well in the next round. Not so much. LSU and then LSU and Yale. That was a really good game because Yale was able to keep up with LSU, but LSU was able to pull away at the end. And this fun uh, Auburn, New Mexico State, uh, a five and twelve, uh, we saw um, that go down to the absolute wire, and Auburn basically blow a huge lead in the second half. Um, but it was a really good job by Auburn to, you know, be the bigger bigger team there, be the the stronger team there, and come away with the win. We had FSU versus Vermont. That was a really good game. Vermont was able to keep intact, keep it close, had a lead for a while. Uh, but FSU looking uh, coming away with the win. I have FSU going to the Final Four, so that was a big game. And then we had Michigan State uh, versus Bradley, and that was a really interesting game because um, Bradley was. Uh, beating Michigan State for a, a couple of minutes during that game, and it, it was it was shocking to see Michigan State, you know, struggle that much against uh, Bradley. No disrespect to Bradley, but they're not a big name team whatsoever, not from big name conference. So it was really interesting to see Bradley, uh, you know, come out, um, you know, ca- cause some disturbance to, you know, they they went twenty and fifteen on the year. Um, Elijah Child had nineteen points. Uh, but Cassius Winston, like I said, and I feel like a ton of our pockets talk about, he had 26 points, uh, 8 8 from the free throw line. The kid was just just unbelievable. Um, but Michigan State able to come away with the win. I have them going to the final. Uh, another fun game, Maryland, Belmont. Uh, Belmont looking like it was about to come away with the win. Their first four team, Dylan Windler, had 35 points. The kid was tough all game. He looked really good. Uh, but props uh, Jalen Smith also on Maryland. That kid's going to be something special. Uh, he he did really good for Maryland, but Maryland able to pull it the seventy nine seventy seven win. And then it, it was a tale of two games for for Kansas. Uh, Kansas went against Northeastern, blew them out, absolutely dominated. But the next game they played, Kansas gets destroyed. So it was really interesting. A really good outing we had Marquette versus Murray State. John Morant just killed that matchup. John Morant did a, such a great job that game, and so did um, uh, uh, so did uh, uh, Tavon Brown uh, from Murray State. You know, he had 19 points. Also, Marcus Howard, 26 points. He's gonna be something special too. Uh, John Morant had a triple double that game. He had 16 assists. Uh, great job by the. And then we had the Florida Nevada game. Yeah, Blake praised Nevada for a majority of the year, but they just came up short against this Florida team in a strong outing by uh, Kavarius Hayes. He had 16 points. Cody Martin, 23. You know, both the Martin twins, you know, they'll definitely be NBA bound for sure this year, but a rough way for Nevada to go, you know, once being, uh, you know, in the top top five in AP and losing in the first round to Florida. So that's interesting how that went down for Nevada. Then we had... Kentucky 
uh, beat ACU easily. Another game there. Villanova able to hang on against St. Mary's. Um, that was a really good game. Phil Booth, 20 points. Uh, Malik Fitz had, had 13 for St. Mary's. Um, that was a good outing for the defending champions. Gonzaga beat FDU. It was a good game for them. Um, not much there. They just dominated. Uh, Killing Tilly back. They desperately need him. Michigan beating Montana. That was good. But what about this Wolford Seen Hall game? That was one of the best games uh, we've seen in this tournament. Uh, Fletcher McGee, all time uh, NCAA uh, three points, three pointers made. What a performance by him. Miles Powell for, for Seton Hall stepped up big too, but Wolford was able to pull him at the end, get that first round victory. Purdue gets a good win. Baylor uh, was able to beat. Uh, Syracuse without Howard uh, there to do it for them. Makai um, Mason had 22 for Baylor. They looked really good as well. Elijah Hughes had 25 stepping up for, for um, Howard's uh, absence. Then we had the Iowa-Cincinnati game. Cincinnati blowing a huge lead against Iowa, and Iowa taking advantage. Luca Garza, this kid's going to be something special. Um, whether he goes NBA or stays in college, uh, he, did, he had a, um, a 22 points that game against Cincinnati. Uh, next one, we had Oklahoma Ole Miss, another in nine eight matchup, um, and Oklahoma killed Ole Miss. This one really busted my bracket right here. For sure, thought Ole Miss was gonna go against Oklahoma. I said in our um, YouTube video that um, Oklahoma shouldn't have been in the tournament, and they proved me wrong. Uh, Christian, uh, Christian James had twenty points. Um, did a really nice job. Uh, Christian uh, Doolittle had 15 rebounds. That was very impressive as they win 95-72. Texas Tech able to get a pass Northern Kentucky. And then UC Irvine, a dark horse team, getting that win over Kansas State. Uh, that was really impressive for them to get this victory. Um they won 70-64. Evan Leonard had 19 points. I had Kansas State being a uh, a Sweet 16 team, and they just couldn't get couldn't get the victory. Uh, UC Irvine was able to move on to the round of 32. Tennessee and Colgate. That was an interesting game because Colgate kept up with with um, Tennessee the majority of the game. You know, second half they they turned it up. Jordan Burns had 32 for them, uh, but Admiral Schofield and Grant Williams the sen- uh, the seniors pulling through for. Uh, Tennessee to get the victory. Um, next up, we had Virginia versus Webster State, and Virginia was able to come up with the win. DeAndre Hunter, the lottery pick, had 23 points. Um, Gardner Webb, it was it was, it was really funny because Gardner Webb was able to have the, the 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 lead going into the second half, giving Virginia fans some PTSD about what happened last year. So that was a that was a fun game to watch, um, indeed. Um, <clears throat> and then we had Buffalo versus Arizona State University. Yeah, Pac-12 teams. You know they did good. They did better than we thought, but not this, not this Pac-12 team. Buffalo was able to come away with this big win. Uh, and then Oregon, a nice victory over Wisconsin. They're still in the tournament as we're in the Sweet 16. Peyton Pritchard in 19 points, and Ethan Happ wasn't able to get anything to go for him. Uh, we had Washington, um, Utah State. Washington had the win. Duke had the win. Not other big games. Houston got the win. Liberty got the win over Mississippi State. UNC got the win. UCF got the win. Ohio State, Virginia Tech. Just a lot of a lot of good games. Now we're gonna go in the second round. 
Uh, the first game, Trey Waters for LSU hitting the game winner against Maryland. A crazy finish. One of the better games in the tournament. Uh, Jalen Smith again had a really nice game. Bruno Fernando, 15 rebounds. Jalen Smith, 15 points. Scott Mace at 16. It was really impressive for LSU, able to come up with that win. Exciting down to the end. Um, Kentucky, without P.J. Washington, able to win that game against Warford. Uh, Taylor McGee um, could not get anything to going. Absolutely shut down. You know, best three po- most three-pointers made, and he could not get a single one to fall. Now he holds the record for the most three-pointers missed um, in a game. Michigan slides past Florida. Nothing big there. FSU dominates Murray State. Absolutely kills it. Uh, John Morant's last game, he had 28 points. That was really impressive for him. To get that 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 game, you know, he started off really hot in the beginning. Uh, then we had Gonzaga, Baylor, Gonzaga, yeah, pretty easy win for them. Uh, Michigan State slides through Minnesota, nothing there. But this Purdue Villanova game, I thought for sure Villanova was going to take advantage of Purdue, but I was wrong. Carson Edwards, forty-two points, ninety-nine from the free throw line, a spectacular performance. Really well job, really nice job done by Purdue, you know, a team I thought uh, wouldn't make a lot of noise in this tournament, but here they are in the Sweet 16 uh, getting it done. Carson Edwards hitting nine three-pointers. That's NBA level like he's a scorer and he's a winner. Purdue is going to be a team that you do not want to face in the tournament right now. Auburn uh, versus Kansas. Auburn was killing them in the first half, 51-25. to Kansas tried to make it close. They still lose by 14. Bryce Brown for um, Auburn is going to be a problem for UNC on Friday, so that will be interesting to see. But Auburn definitely, definitely a really good team going forward. This Iowa-Tennessee game was very interesting because Tennessee has been put in the final four. They put in the championship game. They're um, high on everyone's brackets, and they blew a 20, I believe a 22-point lead, a 22-point lead. To Iowa, you know, a team without those big name guys, um, and it, ha- it went to overtime. But obviously, Tennessee was able to pull with the win. Yeah, Tennessee really high on on everyone's bracket. So that was an interesting game to see them blow UNC, looking like one of the better teams in the tournament, beating Washington. Um, Nazir Little has been amazing for UNC throughout this tournament. He's kicked it up. He's been one of those guys that was as high as the number two pick in the draft and you know, falling as far as the 15th. But now this guy is stepping up. Big minutes. You know, in 19 minutes, we've had like almost, I think, 19 points. I think he had 19 points, 19 minutes. So it was very impressive for them to get that win um, over Washington. Duke, UCF. This is a game that needs to be talked about because there's a lot, a lot that. They're, they're okay. UCF, I believe, has found the strategy in order to beat Duke. In order to shut down Zion, or to do whatever it takes to get the win. And here's the keys. It looks like that you need a guy like Aubrey Dawkins at 32 points, 12 of 18 shooting, right? He did a really good job of getting his own shots to get like one on one offense, got it every single time, got his own shot, able to make it every single time. And he dominated. Um, then, then they had some guys that, you know, they played their zone. They left Trey Jones wide up for three a lot. You know, he made a couple, but they were just playing such like such a, um, a South Paul um, uh, zone, like just an unknown zone that, you know, Duke had a hard time figuring it out. And shockingly, if UCF made that lob at the end, 
they didn't botch that lob. I mean, it's a good play. It was a smart play. You know, getting it over the defender, getting a dunk. It's a smart play. It's a high percentage shot. You know, they be they're up five. You know, Duke has to take a three. They don't have to do. They they don't have to get Zion go to the rim, gets fouled and one. I had a problems with that. I had problems with that game. I had a problem with with the um, the officiating. I thought it was just you know UCF definitely got robbed. UCF was the better team all game. Uh, Zion on his way in. I think that was a charge. I think that was a clean legal guarding position. Feet run the floor. I think he was barreling in. Definitely should have been a charge. Uh, you know, Tackleball did foul him though later, so that it was a foul. There was two missed calls. Unbelievable. RJ Barrett, clear push off. Clear, clearly pushes um, uh, the person in front of him to get the offensive rebound and get the layup. And uh, and then uh, uh, Delorier has the hook and hold. Has the hook and hold. You can clearly see it. You look up photos of it. Watch if you watch the game, you can clearly see the, the officiating this year has made the hook and hold a major priority because it can cause injuries. On that play, that was a clean hook and hold. Okay, that was a clean hook and hold because if he does, if he didn't do that, you know he could have possibly gotten the rebound, caused RJ Barrett to struggle to get the rebound. RJ Barrett able to get it in, and then you know UCF going down the other way. You know they're still down one. They bank rims out tip literally halfway in and then falls out so duke you know they may have just shown their weakest game of the year they should have lost they know they should have lost and this is at full strength and you know yes they have tackle fall for for ucf but there's a lot of parts of ucf's offense and defense that is below par and nuke just blew that game but you know, they pulled away at the end. I believe the uh, officiating was a little bit helpful that, but that's just me, you know, wanting to see one of those teams like UCF. We said it was a bracket buster. They should have won that game, and it's a little disappointing to see, you know, Tackle Falls' career end like that. Very disappointing. But I guess moving on, we have Texas Tech. Win by 20. Virginia Tech sliding by. Virginia, once again, getting a win over Oklahoma. Um, Houston ending Ohio State's season. Oregon, they're the, they're, the, they're the Cinderella team right now. 12 seed in the seat, Sweet 16, beating UC Irvine. Going on, um, going to play uh, Virginia next. And they could be a shocker getting to the Final Four. So that would be interesting um, come uh, this Thursday and Friday. But we just want to apologize for the, um, you know, we have Blake's on vacation. Um and I'm, you know, I've I've been trying to work, trying to get some stuff done. So it's been a little difficult to uh, um, produce um, content recently. So I just want to make this quick update. I know it wasn't really in depth. Just a r- real quick recap of the games. But I just want to real quick um, rank the remaining 16 teams, um, and you know some reasons why. I want to start off with number one. Um, University of North Carolina has been the best team in this tournament. You know they had a scare against Iona, but the main reason why is because I said earlier is Nazir Little has stepped up. He's been one of those guys where he was inconsistent, and you know they've been dominating without him. But now that since he's a problem, he's a focal point. This guy's a six six seven athletic beast. He will dominate this tournament. They got a tough matchup against Auburn, so that'll be interesting to see. Um, number two, I think the second best team in the tournament has been Virginia. Virginia had a really good win against Oklahoma. They got a lot of, probably the best defensive team left in the tournament. 
So it'll be fun to see what they can do. I think they're the second best team here. Number three, got to go with, um, I, I'm just going to say Duke is number three, um, just because, once again, they did struggle. They did struggle in both games, to be honest, because they were only up four in uh, in the first in the first half of the first game they had against North Dakota State. Um, but you know they did struggle, so it was interesting. But they had Zion, RJ, Cameron, you can't count them out. You got to put them at number three. Number four, Gonzaga. Gonzaga with Killian Tilly back um, rematch against Florida State in the Sweet 16 coming up. So that'll be fun to see how Gonzaga pulls up. But they're my number four team left remaining. I'm number five. I'm going to go with Kentucky. And here's why. I know Kentucky's been struggling, but I do think once P.J. Washington is back and healthy, they will be a problem to be reckoned with. Um, I I understand why they could be lower on this list, but I think that they are definitely the fifth best team here. Um, next, I'm gonna go with Michigan. Michigan, they're healthy, they're ready, they're playing, they're playing their best basketball. They struggled a bit, but against Florida, but they were able to come back strong. Uh, they are definitely the fifth best team. We're gonna go. Uh, I mean, sixth best team. We're gonna go with number seven, Purdue. Purdue has been on fire. Carson Edwards dropping 42. Uh, he's been a stud recently. So uh, number uh, seven is Purdue. Number eight, we're gonna go with Michigan State, Michigan State University. Uh, they struggled against Bradley, but looked really good against Minnesota. The reason why I have them so low is because of that game of Bradley on how they performed. It's a little scary seeing them perform so um, not like themselves. So we, it's just, you know, they got to be consistent. If they have a good victory, then they'll definitely play them on the list. Um, uh, next, we have uh, Tennessee. Um, they, both games, just have been close and you know if they didn't have their leadership guys Adam Scrofield, Grant Williams there they probably would have lost those games uh next Houston they looked really good against Georgia Tech looked good against Ohio State Ohio State kept it close but Houston getting the win Houston is our next on our list Virginia Tech then proceeds LSU um Auburn Florida State and then Oregon the last team on our list um, so Oregon, they're, they're the one team, you know, they could, they could, uh, make it to the final four. It will be interesting to see if they do or not, but that is our, uh, ranking the 16 teams remaining left in the tournament. So it will be fun to see who will go on to the final four in Minneapolis. My predictions right now, I'm going to have to say, I see UNC, I see Virginia, I see Michigan State. And I see Texas Tech coming away with it. Um, but I do want you guys to watch out for Purdue and Carson Edwards. So that will be a really fun one to watch. Uh, make sure you check our Instagram at College Realm, our YouTube at College Basketball Realm. We have a first ever YouTube video up there of our bracket predictions, which, um, you know, <laughs> obviously they have probably not been that hot because uh, this tournament's been very unpredictable. Uh, and uh, check our Twitter, College, uh, College Realm. Uh, we'll see you guys next time.